Hey everybody, so today is going to be my Goodreads new releases for October, November, and December. Um, I can't believe we're already at this part of the year, that we are already like the end of the year, like we're in the fourth quarter. Like how is this happening? I don't know. Um, I don't think that there are that many books. I feel like predominantly books come out at the beginning of the year and in like right at the beginning of summer, like in May. So I think the end of the year is not really a time. I think like you miss all of like the awards and like things like that. I don't know when like, I don't know, like real fancy book medal award and things happen. But I know like the Goodreads awards and things like that all happen towards the end of the year. So um, I think you just like miss like all of those things. Um, but I think it doesn't look like there's too many things that I'm very excited about. And I will say I have had book of the month for almost two full years now, three full years, three full years. Um, how many years have I had it for? I think three full years. And I just for October skipped a book. It's the first time I've skipped a book in almost three years. And I just like, there was nothing that I was interested in. There was nothing I could even pretend to be interested in. Sometimes I get one where I'm like, this doesn't appeal to me right now, but I could see at some point me wanting to read it. Um, this was the first time that I was just like, no, there's nothing I want to read in these options. And even they give you the option to do like a member favorite, which they change monthly. And none of the member favorites were ones that I was interested in, which sucks because there have been member favorites prior to this that I've wanted. So it just sucks that it didn't line up that way. I don't know what this means. I don't know if like next month I can pick two books or what happens, but I guess I will find out then. That has nothing to do with this. I'm just saying I think at the end of the year there's just like not as many books that I'm interested in or that are coming out. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, so for October, we have A Curse for True Love by Stephanie Garber. This is the third in the Once Upon a Broken Heart trilogy. I really enjoyed the first two. I'm excited for the third. I've had it requested forever. Swordcatcher by Cassandra Clare. I don't really understand what this is about. It says a sword catcher body double of a royal heir, a healer with magical abilities. But it's a Cassandra Clare standalone, and I have yet to read any of the Cassandra Clare like Mortal Instrument series, which is like 20-something books. So um, this feels more palatable. Iris Kelly Doesn't Date by Ashley Herring Blake. This is the third in the like Delilah Green Doesn't Care or something. I think they're not connected, but they're in the same world. Um, but every time I see these, I kind of feel like I want to read them. I just haven't. Lilith by Nikki Marmory. It's an Adam and Eve retelling in the style of Greek mythology. I don't even know what that means, but sure. The Predictable Heartbreaks of Imogene Finch by Jacqueline Ferkins. 17 breakups. She's convinced she's cursed old crush comes to help her find love. So I really enjoy these kinds of stories. I don't know if I can necessarily think of a book that does this, but like what's the movie? It's called What's Your Number? It's such an underrated movie. It has Anna Faris and Chris Evans, I think. Um, I think. And it's like she's dated or she slept with like so many people, X amount of people. And um, like supposedly like once you hit that number, like that's like 
I think there's something about how like it has to be like one of those men that she ends up with or something. And so she like is like dating all these different guys. Or maybe I'm confusing that. There's also a movie called When in Rome that I think I'm thinking of. I don't know. But you know that thing where it's like or like good luck Chuck almost even like it it feels like it's like it was like the one all along like the one that you didn't think of or something I don't know um funny feelings by wasn't there a book I feel like there was a book I just read where they like go back and see like why their relationships didn't work um to figure out like how to make it work in their new one I don't know funny feelings by Tara DeWitt it's about stand-up comedians falling for each other while fake dating I think a bunch of like youtubers and stuff have read this book already like they had like pre um like advanced copies and I think they didn't like it I think maybe one of them did that I know of but um I don't know people to follow by Olivia Worley is exactly the same as never coming home oh it's like influencers that are all stranded on an island and they all die and whatever um never coming home was really great this I don't think will be as good but a similar premise so it sounds interesting to me the list by Yomi Adegoke is about a couple that is goals on social media they wake up and the husband is on the on a list an anonymous allegations page so they're like instagram goals like couple goals like whatever and then like there's like this dumois for like whatever and uh he apparently did something bad after the forest is kind of like the ashley madison thing after the forest by kel woods is a hansel and gretel retelling and it's like what happens after which I don't think I've really read any Hansel and Gretel retellings. I don't know how you really do that in an adult setting. And then The Christmas Appeal by Janice Hallett. It's a novella, and I think it's set in the same like situation as The Appeal by Janice Hallett, and I really loved that. So it's just like a Christmas version. I'm reading another book by her right now, so I feel very immersed in Janice Hallett. So, um, I mean, from that, like definitely like the Stephanie Garber book, and the Christmas Appeal, for sure. For November, Heartstopper Volume 5 by Alice Oseman comes out. So, obviously, like, just a continuation. I believe Heartstopper 5 is supposed to be the last one, unless she changes her mind. Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros. This is the second book in the Fourth Wing series. I would like to read that book at some point, or try to, because all the girlies seem to love it. Um, but I have to read the first one before I can read the second one obviously I feel like the first one just came out this year I think it came out in the beginning of the year so the fact that the second one's already coming out like she's putting in fucking work betting on you by Lynn Painter is two teens that dislike each other and end up working together and bonding over watching another couple fall in love it's like fake dating for a different reason and then they end up falling for each other I'm not really sure what that's about um I have so many Lynn Painter books on my TBR and like I keep wanting to read them and then I keep not reading them because they're like YA romance and I'm just like not super big on romance as it is so I just like never end up reading them but um they all sound pretty good the Future by Naomi Alderman. I have an advanced copy of this. I just haven't read it yet, but I should probably get to it. Um, it's what the future could be like, and it says it's a heist with a handful of friends who want that future now. So, like, I guess there's a way for them to get, like, the. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, I think Naomi Alderman also wrote a book called The Power, and it was, like, something about, like, 
if women like something, some futuristic alternate universe situation. So I think her books are interesting. I just haven't read them. And my dishwasher is being loud as fuck in the background, so please ignore that. Nightbane by Alex Astor is the second Light Lark book. I didn't even read the first one, and I couldn't tell you what it's about. I think it's a pirate situation, if I remember correctly, which I don't. The Fiction Writer by Jillian Cantor. A writer with writer's block is asked to ghostwrite for a reclusive billionaire about his grandma and a secret that she has. And I don't really understand what that means, but, you know. Class by Stephanie Land is... A follow-up to The Maid. I don't know that I care about this necessarily, but I did read The Maid, and so potentially like kind of getting like some more closure to the story might be interesting. The Manor House by Jillian McMillan. A couple wins the lottery and their lives change overnight. They move into a custom-built fancy glass house, and one of them dies. The other copes with the weird house and the lost partner. Maybe his death wasn't an accident. Well, it says maybe his death so I guess he dies and she stays first of all you could not pay me money to live in a glass house I watched the movie 13 ghosts when I was young I don't know how old I was but that movie fucked me up because they live in a glass house and like in the basement there's all these ghosts that they can't see unless they have these special glasses on and it's creepy as fuck it is scary as shit it is like one of the scariest movies to me um and then just like the idea of glass houses, like my nanny families that I've worked for have all had like the first nanny family I had, they had these big windows in their backyard, these big glass windows. They didn't have anything covering them and I would babysit them late at night and it would be dark as hell out there and it was so terrifying to like walk in the kitchen with those big ass windows. And then even, even just in like my other nanny like I don't know like I guess like on all of our windows we just have like something covering them but in a lot of like these houses that I work in like they just have these big giant windows and things they're not all the way covered or they have these big glass doors um and it's just really terrifying to walk by at night and also in the neighborhood I work in there's this one house that I always remember seeing when we would drive around and it was like almost completely glass and it looked terrible. Like you could see in, you could see all of their furniture. Like you could see inside their house and it was really terrifying to me. Like that is so scary to me. So first of all, I would never, but second of all, if like Tommy and I moved into a glass house because he hated me and just like <laughs> wanted me to live in a glass house, um, I would move out the second he died, like the second he died. I would not be staying in that house. I would not do that alone. I am scared. We live in such a small house and I would be terrified to be in this house alone if you weren't here. Like when he's not home or when he's out of town, it is treacherous. And like, thankfully I have two dogs that bark at the sound of a squirrel crossing the grass. Like they bark at nothing. So I would be alerted to an intruder, thankfully, but it is straight up terrifying to just like be in a house alone. Like that's so scary. So anyways, The Happy Couple by Naozi Dolan. Two people are getting married, but they have issues. Their bridal party has issues. No one is exactly happy. Keep Your Friends Close by Lucinda Berry. President of a mom's club turns up dead and the guests and the guests of members of a members only club are the suspects three mothers find themselves at the center so this is like a, a super domestic like somebody ends up dead and it's like members only like real frou-frou and um just like mom whatever this 
reminds me a little bit of the Chandler Baker book I just read, even though it has nothing to do with anything. But didn't see that one coming by Jesse. Didn't see that coming by Jesse Q. Sutanto. This is two gamer friends that don't know each other in real life, but then end up co- crossing paths in a new school. Um, but the girl plays as a guy, I guess, in the game or something. I don't know. Um, Jesse Q. Sutanto, I think, had a book, a thriller, just come out. And also has this, and this is a young adult, and she writes like cozy-ish mystery. So for there to be like a thriller book, and then I think a YA thriller, a YA thriller, and then a YA just regular book is interesting. The Strangers We Know by Pip Drysdale. A woman sees her husband pop up on a dating app. She signs up to catch him in the act but discovers more secrets. It just like sounds like a super juicy thriller. And then The Mystery Guest by Nita Prose is a sequel to the Molly the Maid story, which is wild to me. I think it ended pretty much not on a cliffhanger. So the fact that there's another one, I squealed when I saw that. And I can't believe like I had to wait all year. Last time it came out, I think it came out in January, so um, it was like a very beginning of the year. It didn't have to wait. There wasn't a whole lot of anticipation, but um, this one, I've known about this one for a while, and I've just been like waiting, 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 Um, and I hope it's as good as the first one because I really loved the first one so, so much. Um, So obviously like Heartstopper will be great. Um, A lot of these like sound like pretty decent. Um, These like thrillers all intrigue me but the mystery guest for sure had I known that this was coming out this would have been one of my anticipated five-star reads of the year but I didn't know about it until this year so okay and for December we have meet the burnt meet the bendettos by Katie Contugno this is Kardashians meets Pride and Prejudice and I don't know why but that just sounds interesting to me Heartstopper volume five I have that on here twice so I don't know when it's coming out I guess November or December. I didn't know I needed this by Ellie Rallo. This is a TikTok star who I've never heard of, but it seems like it's a funny modern take on dating. And I don't know. I just, I like, um, like current, like current, what am I trying to say? Like current celebrities. Like I like their little like stories and things. So I don't know. I think that sounds fun. The Engagement Party by Darby Kane. Twelve years after a tragic death, friends gather for an engagement party on a private island. Private island is like a buzzword for me. Buzzwords for me. And so like that just like I eat that shit up. The End of the World is is a cul-de-sac by Louise Kennedy. I'm not really sure what this is about, but it's like a bunch of people that are all facing different issues. Um, Very domestic fiction. And the last one I have is Every Time You Go Away by Abigail Johnson. This is about two troubled kids who share secrets eight years later. I don't know what that means, but none of these are super calling out to me. Um, And like I said, there's like barely any here. So a little bit slim pickings at the end of the year, but that's okay because we have tons of other books from earlier in the year that we still haven't gotten to. So yeah. I really can't believe that there's only that many, but I also really can't believe that it's like the end of the year and we're already doing this. So, um, 
yeah, the next time I do this, it will be for 2024, which seems wild. I've already started looking into things coming out next year. I, I can't even conceptualize it being a new year. Um, I think time just like slows down when you have a kid, but it also speeds up. Time is just like so weird um, in general, but also when you have a kid and when you're just like going a mile a minute. So um, yeah, those are some books. Hopefully I've been giving you good you know, ideas to read and like alerting you to the fun books that are coming out. Obviously, these are books that are like catered to my taste because there's tons of other books that are coming out that I didn't reference at all, but that's because they're just not for me. Um, but hopefully some of these sound good to you and we can get through some of them before the end of the year. Until next time, friends. Ciao.